and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our weekly update. Mm. On, on time this week we are, Dale. Oh, just. <laughs> <laughs> and how's, your, how's the week been? Lots well, to look, talk about. It's been big for Eurovision as a whole, but also in Australia as well. Uh, we had the one and only Conjita Verse, the Eurovision 2014 winner, touring Australia, Brisbane, which we saw uh, Sydney and Melbourne with Trevor Ashley, a really good drag performer here, but also Kate Miller-Heidke as well. Uh, great vocal performance. Oh, look, I'd, it's got to be one of the best vocalists I think I've ever seen live. Uh, Conchita was absolutely amazing. Breathtaking. Absolutely breathtaking. And she did wonderful um, backing vocals for Zero Gravity for Kate Miller-Heidke. She did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was very odd to see a Eurovision winner singing backing vocals for uh, for our our, uh, contestant from last year and Conchita also made appearance on the Sydney Mardi Gras TV coverage um, doing a, uh, her song a Pocahontas song uh, randomly <laughs> uh, but other than that there was a lot of other Eurovision artists involved uh, we had Courtney Act as one of the hosts who was in Australia's sides SBS Eurovision commentator Joel Creasy was hosting it we also had Alfie Akuri who was marching in there who did Australia's sides and Vanessa Amorossi's songs were featured a lot. And of course, We Got Love, which is turning into a Eurovision anthem <laughs> for the LGBTIQ community in Australia. Yeah. And of course, a massive feature during the telecast of uh, Mardi Gras about Montaigne. Yes. And her uh, representing us this year because, of course, she is from the queer community, which is great to see. And she had quite the look happening. <laughs> yeah, she it was an interesting brow. It was. Brow, singular. Brow work going on. Frida Carlo inspired. And you know what? You you live that brow, Montaigne. You you go for it. <laughs> I love it. She's such an odd cat at times. I really, really love I'm, it. I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. All right. Well it wasn't obviously all about Mardi Gras, believe it or not. I hope you're all recovering if you went. But it UK this year was a big build-up. They went for an internal selection, and we finally got the artist on Thursday and the song, and it was James Newman with My Last Breath. I know you have a long affinity with the UK, Dale. So what did you think of their effort for 2020? Uh, this was the big stride in the right direction for the UK. BMG behind it, and you can tell. Uh, James Newman is a songwriter with some chops. He's written for Ed Sheeran. He's written for Little Mix. Even for his brother, John Newman, who you might know of him as well. Uh, he's also written for Guy Sebastian and Havana Brown randomly. From, I love Havana uh, Brown. <laughs> I know you do, Michael. I, I threw that in for you. I found that really quite random. But look, the song itself, what I like about this, it sounds like UK radio. You could hear this on UK radio. That Lewis Capaldi, Ed Sheeran, even his brother John Newman sound. Um, I really quite enjoy a lot of it. Like it's quite melodic, and I like the uh, I like the really big build up in the verses, leading to the chorus. I'm not sure about the pause of the my last breath. Yeah, I find that a little. <laughs> 
<laughs> I find that a little bit odd, but also I guess it's memorable at the same time. True. The guy can sing. He's got some chops behind him. This is a really, really good step for the United Kingdom. Yeah, I'm agreeing with that. It's a step in the right direction. Is it perfect? No, it's not. But it's a radio-friendly song, and it's a good song. Mm. That's all you have to send to Eurovision. Yes. You don't have to have a perfect you know, Eurovision in whatever, in inverted quotes. Or what you think is a Eurovision exactly. song. Which is a trap I think they've been falling into for a few years now. He has got that musical chops that other musicians will respect mm. because he's he's in the industry and it's about, I think, the BMG uh, partnership is about reconnecting with the actual music scene in the UK and mm. not being completely separate from it. I think it's a good song. I think it's very catchy. I quite like it. You know, uh, it only goes for two and a half minutes, which is interesting. Yeah, two minutes 35, which is really quite short, but I also think that's the right length. They kind of knew when to leave it. Yes. Yeah, which I, some others could learn from, to be honest. I think, um, <laughs> um, actually, one of our fan of the week said it this week, said, um, you, if you were listening to the car, you'd turn it up to sing along to it. Yeah. And you'd know the song by the end of the song. Uh, and I think that's really, uh, I totally agree with it. And I think that's really important. It might not have the whiz bang, but yeah. it's, it's a really good song effort there's been some really pros and some real big cons about this announcement in the uk focus on the positive yeah they are going to promote the hell out of this bmg ken and he's got the pr team who's behind lewis capaldi who's pushing this out yeah and that's what bbc can't do so expect a lot of promotion and i really hope that they can stride towards somewhere else where this is the start. I hope they get some start reward. of the story. I hope they get some reward for this because I think just to get it some sort of pat on the back to say you're in the right direction would mean a lot to to the BBC and you know their entire delegation at this point. To be honest, got to say the British Eurovision fans are probably the best out there who are yeah. the real British Eurovision fans, and this is a good good song. Absolutely. All right, let's move on to one of the other big announcements from the week. Germany, one of the other big five. They made their announcement, long awaited, and let's have a listen to Ben Dolich and Violent Thing. So from the Boris Milanov and Symphonic Stable comes this song. They've been very successful. Apparently we will have Justin Timberlake's choreography team working on this. Mm. This is really heading in the right direction for Germany. This came with a real big reaction this week, particularly within the fandom. Let's have a little talk about Ben, 22 years old, from Ljubljana in Slovenia. Mm. Came to prominence as a 12-year-old okay. when he was on Slovenia's Got Talent. I don't know how big that show is. He made the semi-finals. <laughs> He's also participated in the Slovenian national final before as a member of D-Base back in 2016. Mm-hmm. Now makes his home in Berlin where he's forging his career. Yep. So uh, was a finalist in The Voice Germany as well. So this guy's got some uh, got some stuff going on here and I think he's come up with something pretty good. Look, I think he's got a really interesting voice. Mm. I think that's the first thing that grabs you. That very kind of, you know, when Justin Timberlake does a falsetto, people have said Michael Jackson, but I'm thinking more Timberlake. That's kind of what I... Or just him, mm. to be honest. Um, it, it, this sounds like something that could be on the radio as well, which is great. I, I love this. I love that we're getting contemporary songs. Um, does it... 
I think for a lot of people this had initial amazing impact. It's probably taken me about four, five, six listens to really go, I really kind of like this song. At first, I'm like, yes, this ticks boxes and I like it. But I was very much like, this has to slay live. Yes. That's the thing. This is a great studio track, but there's a lot of things that can go wrong with it. But if they get it right... They're onto something here. And the main thing is, this sounds like nothing Germany has sent. This is not safe in the middle. It could be a disaster <laughs> or it could be amazing. Yeah, no, it's a nice bit of Eurofunk, I call this. Eurofunk, I like it's that. Good, and it's got some good production elements, but you're right. I worry about how it all comes together live mm. because it needs to. You're right. That studio is so strong that if it starts to sound a little weak, people might go, ooh. Yeah. And, you know. Is the jury appeal there, possibly, for this song? I mean, I think there's some televote appeal with the right staging. So Germany, hopefully not left in the you know the middle distance of nowhere, which they've caught up in a few times. If they can get this solo, they're going to do well from it. Um, he's going to have to dance and nail that really high vocal. That's yeah. going to be difficult. So if he can do it, he will get a lot of jury love because it's a contemporary sounding song and technically difficult. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. But I think we're definitely uh, on the right bandwagon with Germany this year. Oh, well done. The big big five are kind of bringing some interesting things out. They are. Uh, they're all bringing solo males. That's one yeah, thing we've noticed. <laughs> they, they are. The it sausage, is a boy band. The sausage fest continues. It does indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, should we go over to the national finals because we've had a lot this weekend, Michael? It was one of the super Saturdays this weekend, wasn't it? Mm. I guess we should head off to Iceland with Songve Kepnen. Yes. All right, let's have a listen to the winner from there. This is Daddy Freya with Think About Things. Well, probably one of the shortest price favourites we've seen in the national final season. He took out the crown, and I can't say anyone was too shocked, Dale, were you? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> um, I think, uh, you know, earlier we thought Eva Oculus might do it from the studios. Live maybe didn't have the magic at the studio, even though it was very strong still. It was a massive improvement from the semi-final, I thought, yeah. Eva. Really, really good. Unfortunately, she didn't make the super final no. to the last two. It was Dima, the rock band. Yeah, which I thought they did a really good job. Um, overall, you'd have to say it's a pretty solid effort from Sogan Verkepnen this year and a really solid winner. Look, Daddy Freya from t- 2017, I was a fan of. Uh, I really thought they have a place in Eurovision. Maybe I'm not as excited because, uh, I don't know, I kind of feel I was invested in 2017 and if I've seen this before, Mm -hmm. while maybe some other people have seen this for the first time and most will in Eurovision. I think that's the most important thing here. Exactly. It's it's a funky little song. Like it gets in your head. I really like the song Mm. and I think they'll do a really good job. And I love that dorky weirdos are going and doing (laughs) their weird thing at Eurovision. I like it. I think a lot of people will really resonate with it and I think it'll um, appeal to a lot of people yeah I probably haven't been the most positive on Duddy no, and the whole aesthetic <laughs> ever but to be honest I, I have been won over and I think this was an obvious choice oh, to okay. say nice. Um, nice yeah I, I really have been I thought the super final we had the problem orchestra yes technical issue there was a technical issue and I, I like he gave it a good 30 seconds and then just went nah no, <laughs> stop. <laughs> something went wrong. Even Kano, who were performing as an other act, you could tell there wasn't something right. They didn't 
sound as good as normal. Okay. So no. I think there was a few te- actual technical issues, not just artist issues. Yeah, no, fair enough. Look, there's something about this which is hypnotic and just really <laughs> pleasing and really nice. It gives you a really nice warm feeling about it, you know. Mm. So I can I can see that and I, I wish this no ill. I do think it's an interesting mix with this and Latvia in the same competition. I don't know if they're going to... Oh, sorry, Lithuania. Oh, yes. gosh. Yes. I'll, I'll get the Baltics oh, getting no, mixed up, Michael. Logged by the fan. <laughs> um, are they going to cannibalise each other's kind of, you know, Look, thing? I think one will rise above the other. Um yeah. But there's still a place for two, just as much as there was a place for all the males doing ballads and kind of mm-hmm. songs last year. Look, there is place for both, but I do agree. I think one will do a lot better than the other. Mm-hmm. I will say they have a lot of work to do. I wouldn't say it was a slick performance. Yeah, It has all the right ingredients and... You're not performing, you said this before, at your university social, um, which kind of, they've got it. Like, I love the the kind of, like, cheeky nod of the wind machine. Yeah. I like the choreography, but they got to be slicker. Um, it wasn't slick. you got to be dorky and look like you're not being slick, but be... But be absolutely spot looked, on at the same time. It looked yeah. a bit amateur. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and, and, and I don't think that'll fly. I thought that was a look they were going for. No, I mean, ama- <laughs> no, no, but you got to be like professional amateur. Oh, okay. Oh, professional <laughs> the perception amateur, okay. of being amateur, but actually being bloody professional. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, and be absolutely spot on. Yeah, I get which the Roop do perfectly well. They mm. are brilliant. And I think at the moment they are winning over this song hmm. but it's good to see this one get to Rotterdam I must admit oh god yeah it'll be great to see life add a bit more flavour to the competition locals will love it alright where are we off to Dale we're off to Estonia oh, um, which started at the lovely time at 3.30am Queensland time <laughs> and we had a winner and it was Uku Savis with What Love Is Dale, you had the pleasure of getting up at 3.30 this morning to watch Uku take the crown. Interesting one, I thought, fourth in the juries, mm. but got the tally vote win in the end in the super final. Interesting one. Shock. Biggest shock so far, I'd say, the national final, maybe other than Matana for Albania. Um, good shock. Uh, I, for me, personally, uh, I love the song. Um, I do love a bit of dated power man ballad Mm -hmm. so that's my taste uh your issue i think is the word you're looking for (laughs) you are in the same boat so don't pretend now look i thought he could have been probably a little bit stronger but at the same time he nailed all the big big notes and the staging improved dramatically while we had in the semi-finals yagoop with beautiful lie which was the heavy favorite um the staging was immaculate in the semi and Uku was a bit lacking. He came through with the goods in this one. Ultimately, last year, Uku came second place. And I think there's a lot of love in the Estonian public for him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what got him through in the end. But I have to say, it's a great song. It was performed really well. Great staging. He does connect with the camera. Like yeah. He's a good-looking bloke. Oh, yeah. But it's not just about that. He connects very well with it. And he has charisma about it. And Yagub didn't even win the jury. And he didn't win the public. And if you can't do either of those, 
maybe then therefore you don't deserve to go because I thought Yogurt was a hands down winner. So, oh, well. but he didn't win either of the ones. He came at least second in the jury and second or third in the public. Yeah, now fair enough. I mean, we always differed on this selection. I know you were Yogurt all the way. I mm. I never saw the appeal really. I thought the song hasn't got a hook. And, I mean, the staging was quite good, but I, I just never anything to hang my hat on there. That was just my own personal thing. Look, Uku, for me, it's, I mean, it's a Sharon Vaughan Contopolis song. It does sound like one of the ones that maybe Sergei passed up last year. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, uh, it sounds like a song that Sergei could sing. Yeah, that's well, let's I, put it that way. Let's, let's put yeah, it that way, Let's Michael. put it that way. Yeah. But uh, I found his performance interesting. The video use in the first verse, mm. we don't actually have a live performance from the stage of Istilau. We have the video cut of him and then it comes in with mm. all the, the Which candles. you can't really tell because it looks like staging. It's his it vocal, but yeah, it's yeah. just the video. It was interesting the yeah. and Estonia seemed to be going down that road a bit. They, they love the, the video. Yeah, yeah. They love it. Um, but I... This is solid. It's a good man ballad. I think all the right elements are there. It's just about refining it and lifting it for Uku now because he's got his time on the stage. He's wanted this for a while. Hopefully he makes the most of it in Rotterdam and he's going to be very photogenic. He's going to catch a lot of eyes and I would not be surprised if this you know, does a storm and it, gets through. This feels very storm to me. Mm. Maybe not the best quality song in the world. There we go. Sung by a decent looking bloke with... A good enough vocal, yep. um, but it has charisma on there. It also says to me so far that we're seeing a lot of rejection of these kind of like, I don't want to say the sad boy thing too much, but also that these people even comparing to Billie Eilish as well. Not the um, bad guy, but more when the party's over sound. Okay. Um, we haven't seen this, I don't want to say copy, but we haven't seen that do well so far and everyone at the start of the season said that these are the songs that were going to romp at home so you know what public and juries are choosing otherwise yeah interesting about juries I'm Mm. glad you mentioned that Annette and Freddie won the jury with Right About Me were they seeing something I didn't because that was as boring as bat droppings (laughs) So, Personally, well, look, I once I once it was performed, I was like, "This is going to do very well with the juries," mm. uh, and it did. It did remarkably well. Uh, I think it did, yeah. <laughs> and look, I think it was up against some songs that maybe don't have as much musicality about them. Mm-hmm. She was a lovely jazzy kind yeah. of cafe Sunday singer, and she did a really good job of it. We had some interesting jury members. We had Kimbra, yeah, uh, from New Zealand, New Zealand artist, very indie artist, very triple J here. She in Australia. was with Gautier mm. in um, that very very big song somebody i used to know i know the huge australian hit so look they had some real decent jury members um but hey they went for that but it was good to see them at the top three and ultimately i don't care uku won and i'm really happy (laughs) none of my favorites are winning and i'm gonna take this and i'm gonna love it and the last time this happened in estonia verona won and went out tragically in the semi-final so we'll see how this goes put the kiss of death on uku (laughs) all right what did you think of istilao in general though Dale? just Uh, a quick one oh yeah quickly um i think overall they are a little bit mainstreamy at the moment. I'd like them to bring back the weird. Uh, they we had were dancing hot dogs this year or something. Yeah, Sausages. one one random song, yeah, but enough. like it was almost novelty. I, I, I think it just it it has it's kind of uh, middle roaded a little bit, okay. and I just like to see them bring back a little bit of to it all, spice to it all. Yeah, all totally. Right. Still good, still a great national final. Though. It is always one to watch. All right, let's go off to the other side of the continent. Let's go to Moldova. Mm. Uh, we have a winner out of their national selection. Let's have a talk about Natalia Gordienko with Prison. I don't want to be without you. I don't want to be with you. 
another Dream Team winner, Michael Kirkerov Kontopoulos. And Vaughn. Mm. Fingerprints all over this one. What do you think of this winner? Look, when we listened to the selection of the Moldovan songs, this was fairly high up for me, only because you knew there was a team behind this. Mm. I didn't know it was their song, but you could tell the production-wise, mm. the quality compared to yes. perhaps its, its competitors was immediate. Yes. Uh, and then when you saw it on the stage tonight or last night, it was... It just had a staging concept and you yep. could see that it was thought through more than some of the others. I can't say I'm a massive fan of the song at times. It does get a little bit busy for me. There's a lot of going on, particularly about halfway through the song, two-thirds of the way through the song. But, look, I think it was probably the right winner out of Moldova this year. Uh, it won the jury. It smashed the tally vote with a whopping 3,022 votes, Dale. Mm. So the people have spoken, the jury have spoken. Uh, they have indeed uh, doubled the votes of second place, I believe. Mm. When some people were getting 43 and 99, uh, <laughs> Dalai Dalai, I'm looking at you. Um, look, it, it won it won comfortably. Uh, I, I agree with you. Uh, the production, the staging. This, uh, uh, this, this song won on staging. Uh, I don't think it was the best song of the lot, but I think it had the best overall concept. I think she's a great singer. She has performed at Eurovision uh, for Moldova in the past. Mm. And I think uh, that experience shone through, the staging shone through, even though it was a little bit bulletproof, sweet and light. Oh, yes, there's a bit of... Uh, there's a little bit of... Brought out the glove and there was stuff coming out. Yeah, there. a little Chanel, furious. Chanel versus Walmart going on there, <laughs> I think. But for overall, compared to when you saw, like an example of Dalai Dalai, mm-hmm. which looked like an audition track yep. kind of thing. Uh, yeah, the to me, it was the best overall package. Whether or not it was the best song to send to Eurovision, that's another thing. But it was the best in the national final, easily. Okay. Well, I guess we should talk about the second place getter. It's probably one of your more favourites than mine. Pasha Pafeni with his song My Wine, second in the jury, second in the tally vote. Is this one you were intimating perhaps was a better song to sing? Oh, look, no, not necessarily. Uh, well, probably yes. Oh, uh, I didn't put I didn't put this in my 10 of the lot when I normally love the trumpety, you know, sound of mm-hmm. Moldova. You know I love that stuff. You do. I found this song a little bit, maybe not to my taste. I was more about Moldovita all oh, the way. Gosh. But this was a great um, performance. And elevated for me from when I from from the studio. I thought this was very Moldova, but also I understand if Moldova is wanting to be a more modern European country. Yeah. Maybe as you've mentioned before, they don't want to be seen as the court jesters of Europe. I don't think that's court jester for the other song, but it might just be a bit moving on from the. And I hate to use the uh, the Romany sound. Yeah, no, yeah. fair enough. Which uh, I love. But I did. I did mm. enjoy his performance. Those mask things where they popped on the mask and danced backwards. I thought was very striking. Totally. But the whole thing for me, again, a little dated. Just as you say, that Moldova sound sounds a little cliche almost to me now. Fair enough. If they're going for another direction, okay, but you better start nailing it because I just don't think this song will stand out at Eurovision while their national sound will stand out. Fair enough. And it did very well for them in 2018 as well. And many times before. Yes. All right, let's move on. Let's go to Croatia. Dora Mm. took place this morning. We have a winner out of there. We have Darmir Kedzo with Dvilje Vjetri. Yeah. 
second in the jury's first in the tally vote, which meant it was a dead heat, Dale, but got through on the tally vote. What did we think of Demir? Yes, he drew with Mir Negavetic, um, and it came down to the public, and I like that it came down to the public. Yeah. I think this was the better song out of the two. I think she had some really good elements, good diction, good English, mm. but the chorus kind of let it down she there. Great, it went in a weird way. She had a great voice. It was great verses, mm. and then just went in a wrong direction. This to me is is that powerful Balkan man ballad um, it starts a little slow it does take a while to get going but it does come home quite powerfully and the best thing about this is actually Demir mm. um, you are compelled to, to watch him he performs with a lot of passion and he really I mean his veins popping out of his <laughs> head he might want to like calm the passion down a little bit but no 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 but I like that like he's really living this song and so you don't switch over. Like, I, I didn't stop this uh, two minutes ago. Okay, I've got the gist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you wanted to watch the whole thing and really thoroughly because I think he really emotes it well and performs it really well. I think they're in a tough semi-final. They're in our semi-final one. I think they'd have a better chance in semi-final two, but I think it might struggle once we get to the full lineup of that semi. But, hey, who knows? If he can do a really amazing uh, performance, stranger things have happened. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm glad you used the word powerful because I've written here strong. Strong several times. Yes. Strong song. Yeah. Strong performer. He felt like he had a presence on there. And to me, it's not the most modern song. It's not really in my wheelhouse. No, this it's kind not of song. a modern song. Yeah. No, not at all. But he sold it. And I wanted to watch him. So there's something there with this. And mm. I think with a bit of a cleanup and a little bit of a revamp or something, this could actually come across quite well. It is a little bit messy for me at the end. And and to be honest, I think it's probably got limited audience appeal as far as, well, Western audiences really like this. Not in its current form, I don't think. But with a little tweak and something here and there and sold well with staging, don't you franker him and put him out there by himself or whatever. Like really mm, give him something mm. and, a, and a, a narrative with this. And, and I don't think this is a lost cause or by any, no, no, any stretch of the imagination. That's it. I think it's not a lost cause. It needs a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly staging because it's because you say I agree powerful strong mm. they're the words I think of with this song and you can show that in um, staging and I don't think there's anything like this but I agree with you limited appeal broad appeal but if you can get that niche you can still get through true true all right speaking of lost causes let's go to belarus <laughs> michael jones terrible. right well you're going to introduce this one it says this is all your mess this one all I right so i did it. get up at saturday morning to watch belarus um somebody we, had to we, we, we did it was it was it was a really good show but we did have a winner and it was val with davidna Second with the tally vote, second with the juries. She jamaled her way through <laughs> to take out the win. Uh, I thought this was a really solid performance. It didn't really capture my attention. She finished the show. Uh, fine, really okay, good song. Um, but it, I think there were probably some other better choices, but I, I'm not denying her. I think she's a good performer and a good artist. What did you think of this? Look, I'm pretty much in agreement. Even when we listened to the songs prior to the national final, it was like, okay, this is 
fifth. Yeah, exactly. Sort of higher middle of the pack for me. You could see it had something. But even when I saw the live, I'm like, okay, that's fine. No, no worries. But I didn't expect it to win. Yeah. Uh, Particularly when there was some other probably more eye-catching ones. Interesting, the jury did go for Jan Jarosz with his sort of ballad thing where he's belting that piano. Look, um, Jan did a really good vocal. Um, He, You could see him perform the piano really well. Um, it was it was a really good performance. We had some interesting. Uh, we had Zena um, as a jury member. We had William Lee Adams from Wee Wee mm-hmm. Blogs as well. They, um, William did give the twelve points to Jan, and a lot of them did because yeah. it was a good performance, a good vocal. Really, it looked really like good he was going to win there for a while, didn't it? Oh, yeah. I knew he wouldn't do well in the public. <laughs> <laughs> he was never going to do well in the public. He was definitely a jury voter. But I think the big news. I was going to say, let's oh, talk let's about the I'm one. Excited. Let's talk about the one that really jumped out. Um, yeah, Chakras. You could you can kick la 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 la. I mean, dedicated to a. Dead cat. Uh, <laughs> That's is a subject matter you don't often get. Well, look, um, she wrote the song for her cat who came into her life, and mm-hmm. the cat passed on the day after she survived a near fatal accident. I know, and she really believes that the cat took that on for her, and oh, that wow. mystical presence of that believingness, whether you believe in that kind of stuff or not. I don't, but you can see it come through in that performance. It was mystical, and the staging was epic, probably. I would almost say the best staging I've ever seen in a national final. It was up there. Certainly for this year. It was the most striking, I think. I I hated this song. (laughs) There was no song there. It was just a bunch of words being yelled out. No, it sung very well, I must say, but words. LED use was amazing. Yeah. At points, it kind of looked like they were summoning a demon or whatever. They're swirling things around oh, them. Oh, coming out of fire them. Fire coming out of them and stuff. Oh, like, my God. It, it was, was insane. Quite something. There was horse noises. <laughs> I thought it was recorded, but you know. No, no. It's horse noises made from this other one with a mouth organ. It was just so compelling mm. that I couldn't even concentrate on the rest of the national final for about three songs. All I wanted to do was watch that again. Now, I didn't want to listen to the song again. <laughs> I wanted to watch that again. Yeah. Now, when it comes to this semi-final, I think they're in the same semi as us. You need to stand out. Wow. And they have probably, blown it. I've probably botched an opportunity there because this would have got attention no matter what. It might not have got through. Because, let's face it, the song is not great. <laughs> but that was a, as an overall visual and audio experience it was something <laughs> that you will never forget oh, i know it was amazing honestly I, I hated the song i gave it zero points at the end of it i wanted it to win it got 12 points with the tally vote the jury's buried at six points um and i think you also the jury inside the stadium if they watched it on tv i think you might have you might have had a different yeah, uh, result stunning stunning um piece of oh, performance i never thought i'd be like going into no. bat for chakras but likewise rest in peace you <sighs> poor cat poor poor cat they ditched they've done that cat again it's died <laughs> twice all right <laughs> let's move on let's move on let's go to sweden now we're getting into the last yes. legs of sweden okay. we had yep. the under hansen round this uh week yes so let's go through the winners mm-hmm. anis dondemina defeated ellen and simon oh it was like you know, when they're kicking it in The Simpsons and it's like, please stop, they're already dead. It was over before the second song sang. He performed the hell out of There's that. There's something about the energy to this I really like. Thank God it's in the final because this final needs some of that energy. Yeah. Um, I think this could do much better than people expect. This was 
Very, very good. I agree. It's got I a love it. party feel to it. I love it. All right, let's move on to the second one. I guess this might have been the only one that you could call an upset. Mm. Uh, Paul Ray beat Malu Pritz with mm. her song Ballerina. I know you were a fan of the Paul Ray song. And can I admit, though, this morning... I was a fan of the Paul Ray song. Wow. It's won me over. You must have had a lot of caffeine. Um, (laughs) But look, I I actually was a little bit weirdly disappointed for Molly Britz because I actually (laughs) thought she put on a really good performance this morning. Much better than her semi-final. Exactly. And I thought overall she had a better package. Um, But look, I had the appeal for both. It's a shame they were up against each other. But I understand why they also pitted them because they were probably going for the same type of market. Yeah. Um, but overall, I guess Paul got it. But it'd be interesting to see if it was close or not. I, I mean, I'm not going to. I'm certainly not dissing Malu Pritz. She's a young performer who's going places and she's going to be a star. I just think it that biscuit was a little bit too big for her with Ballerina. Mm. I think the song kind of owned her and she didn't own the song. True, I a get that. A little bit. It was just a big song. She owned the song last year and it was yeah, a bit of a jump. Totally. When and you think was. about where she was, it was very, that was almost junior Eurovision last year. Yes. And this was very adult like. And maybe it was just that little step too far. Yeah. And I mean, she'll, I'm, sure, I'm sure in three years time or five years time she's going to smash that we song. Said this, we said this last year, we want to see her back and we want to see yeah. her representing Sweden and maybe in about five years yeah, time. Yeah, keep going, keep going yeah. because I mean, just because you've had one little setback doesn't mean the end of the road. Alright, let's talk about one of the favourites that got through Felix Salmon with his boys with emotions knocked off Frida Orn my Frida shocked <laughs> no not <laughs> even nobody. no yeah. <laughs> it was always going to get through exactly. um, much better performance I, I thought agree. generally um, he's also jumped up in the odds a little bit mm. um, we're not surprised uh, I still think I, get, I guess after watching and after seeing all the songs um, the kind of feeling I had about this maybe being a contender kind of ebbed away a bit for me today i think i gave it a bit more perspective because it mm-hmm. was the first show we saw that in true um and i think it'll do well but i i actually don't think it's in the running anymore mm, okay i'm thinking place getter i'm still yeah thinking i'm still thinking maybe a third or something. something like that i yeah. still wouldn't be shocked to see it win the jury but i don't think it has a televote appeal and our last matchup saw mendez featuring alvaro estrella beat uh dragana Oh, sad for Dragana. I really yeah. wanted that in the final. Both were party songs. Either one would have added some flavour to the final. So, always happy to see Mendez get it through. <laughs> Who doesn't love a face tat, though? Yeah, I, I look. He look. Tat. I like it with him with a bit of hair now. Like yeah, it's he's working for him. some hair, which is nice. I think it's good. It's I probably uh, four good songs. I might have just swapped out Paul and Malu for the for the overall final. I think she might have been a better addition hmm, for okay. the twelve. Interesting, but that's edging it interesting well we have a big final coming up next week we've got some stuff planned for the week yes indeed um we'll be getting lots of um euro fan jury votes we'll be getting public votes and we will also be doing a preview show midweek so watch out for that one for melfest because let's face it it is the biggest national final of the year and we're australians (laughs) and we love sweden (laughs) and we hope they love us back (laughs) oh god it's so sickening i know all right well let's go off somewhere else this one beovizia dale you have watched quite a bit of beovizia haven't you this week always good beovizia really good quality production we had 24 songs does feel like maybe a few too many (laughs) um but um it gets down to the 12 finals which is actually tomorrow morning yeah i've got the morning off so i can oh excellent well you can cover that then um with our didn't say i wanted to cover with our uh, contributor guy who's been really across this (laughs) yeah he has been good and i must say it really does feel like this might be hurricanes 
year and winner for this because they seem to really stand out. I was very impressed. So they're a um, three-piece, uh, I don't want to say girl group, but three-piece women Female artists. Yeah, female artists. Um, powerful female artists um, performing Hasta La Vista. It does look like the favourite. We also have Andrea, I think, is a bit of a, a, mm-hmm. an outside chance there as well. Both of them have a massive amount of views on YouTube, 1.7 to 1.5 million. The rest are lagging behind. Do want to give a shout out to Neda, uh, 69 years old, and she has made it through. Fabulous with her song Bomba. With Bomba, that's that's absolutely amazing. And there's some other really good songs in there, but I'd have to say this looks like Hurricane to lose. I thought they did a really good solid performance, and I'd love to see them there because we need some party in Rotterdam. Yeah, look, I think it's one of those cases, again, where the quality stands out, whether it be the quality of the production, the backing, the actual performers themselves. These girls look you know, streets ahead of everybody else, to be honest. They've kind of got a package that is almost ready to go. Mm. And maybe even think about Englishing up the song a little bit, maybe. Potentially. Potentially. But um, what could have been messy and a bunch of uh, female artists screaming over the top of each other? No. They actually sing it really, really well. Mm. And I was very, very impressed. I could see your mind being changed as it was performed. I (laughs) I did. You had doubts, didn't you? Started with the rolling eyes and finished with yes. That was very, very good. I I think you finished with yes, actually. (laughs) It might have been a little bit closer. Very, very impressed. We will find out tomorrow morning and you really may know by the time you listen to the pod. Yes. So I guess that leaves us with our last one that took place this morning, Australian time last night in Europe, Portugal. Second semi-final from Festival de Canciao. Uh-huh. Let's talk about our four that got through. Jimmy P with his song. That was a rap. Yeah, quite a melodic one. rap with yeah. a bit of chorus behind it. I was quite, really good. I couldn't take my eyes off it. Mm. Really yeah, interesting. I, th- I thought there must be a message in that song. I wish I knew about it because mm. it's very wordy, but like it was really good. Yeah, really I like it. Uh, then we had uh, Thomas Luzia with Major Real Que Our Amor. Was the quite fado and traditional elements. He was the fuzzy head guy. I yeah, know. I liked yeah. it. I liked it a lot. Really good song. Um, good performance. Except the song went a bit 90s Disney in the middle of it somewhere. Yeah, look, it, it was from another era, but this this is Portugal, and that's exactly what I expect exactly. from them, to be honest. Totally, totally. Speaking of Portugal, Elisa Rodriguez also qualified. Lovely Portuguese vibe to this. Mm. Very traditional kind of Portuguese, yeah, Portuguese vibe. Really loved it. With a bit of a modern twist on it as well mm-hmm. I like this a lot actually it is one of my favourites the whole lot uh, yeah it'll be interesting to see how she goes next week in the final and our last qualifier was Caddy with Diz Sort that was the Jazzy Pop Jazzy Pop nice one. choreography yeah yeah, it was striking good. stunning looking yeah, lady I really liked it um, yeah a very Portuguese feel to this one as well mm. so uh, no surprise this one to make it through to the Conceal final I guess the other one we wanted to mention was Dubio featuring plus Three five one. I don't Plus know what that means. Three five one. It's an area code. <laughs> international code. International code. Exactly. I think it is one actually. What it, was it was an interesting. Oh, probably is. Uh, is an interesting song. I think in the studio version. I don't know if that really translated across onto the live. Look, I think it had more to give than some of the other songs that made the final. Okay. Uh, I like the concept. I like the raccoon makeup. Um, you good. are a big fan of. Raccoon I do makeup. like a raccoon makeup situation. <laughs> uh, look, I just think it had a bit to give, and I'm mm. disappointed not to see it get through.
Oh, well, I mean, they've done a little bit of weird stuff in the past Portugal, so maybe they're trying to get back on track to a little mainstream. I don't think that was weird. Anyway, <laughs> all right, let's move on. It was weird. <laughs> all right, what do we got? We got week coming up, I think it is, Dale. Yeah, it's the final week, final week of national finals, oh, and we're coming to the final dates to get stuff in. So get comfortable, people, and listen <laughs> what we've got the week ahead. We are starting with Sunday. Um, which is European time, of course. We have the Greek song coming out oh, from Stefania, Supergirl, written by Sharon Vaughan. She's had a few fingers in a pie already today. Yeah, Quite a gosh. big day for old Sharon. Yeah. Um, Romania will do their national final of five songs for Roxanne. Mm. Um, Alcohol You and Cherry Red have been the favourites from the Aussie Vision team. I think I'd be happy with either of those going for Likewise, Roxanne. Likewise, very different, but each would have something to give. I think I think um, Alcohol You might grab it there. Mm. Uh, we also have um, the Serbian... Biovizia final which we just mentioned before let's hope Hurricane Hasala Vista gets through there because I think it'll bring a lot then we move very surprised if it didn't Dale (laughs) well stranger (laughs) things have happened Um, on Tuesday we have Israel with their national final they've got four songs as well for their artists I'd have to say at the moment I like Rakata and maybe also Fika Libi. Yeah, there's, that was for me. Fika Libi was the one for me, I think. I think there's some real... I, I like what they're doing there in Israel. Mm. There's, it's a little bit odd. It's a little bit interesting. A little bit in their brand at the moment. And really combining her you know, African and Israeli roots together, yes. mending, m- melting them well. So mm. not going to go in cliche on one. So I like that. I like yeah, that a lot. I think she's going to be an eye catcher in uh, Rotterdam. Um, we go to Wednesday and we have Netherlands. Macroy releases his song for mm. Netherlands. Looking forward to that. Also, Switzerland reveal their song N Artist. They did a bit of a teaser this week oh. with people listening to it. Look like paid actors to me, but hey, you know, I'm just cynical. God, we're so cynical nowadays, aren't we, Dale? I've, I've been working in marketing for like over 10 years. I can sniff these things out. Um, but, you know, they were very, very, they loved the Switzerland oh, uh, entry. Mm. And uh, But they, someone did say something about what language is that. So oh, it says to me there's not French, German or Italian, because if you're Swiss, you'll know three of those. So who knows what's coming up? Maybe oh. more. More Spanish. Albanian would be interesting since they've got such a thing in Switzerland. That's true. Uh, Thursday, we have the Austrian song, Vincent Buena. Ah, that's he coming was one out. of our first artists announced. So. Exactly. Good stuff. Yeah, that would be interesting. And Ireland release their song and artist. I'm really looking forward the to that. The long awaited banger of all bangers, apparently. Let's see. Let's Samantha see. Mumba might make that appearance Appearance <laughs> oh, that people have wanted do for a rumors, decade. Dale, we don't do rumors. No, it's not Samantha Mumba. <laughs> That's total sarcasm. Um, Friday, there's nothing happening. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we can have a sure. breather. Um, and then we move to Saturday, European time, of course, and we have a lot going on here. We have the national final of Denmark. We have Melody Festa Valen, the biggest national final of the year, awesome. apart from Australia decides, obviously. <laughs> um, we have the Finnish national final. UNK. Yes. Good. I'm hoping for a Chiellina ch- ch- victory oh, there. Dale. Portugal, we also have the national final. And Bulgaria will also be releasing their song for Victoria. <laughs> Victoria. In capital letters. <laughs> The, the other nations that we have no dates for, but they will be releasing songs within the next week or so because there is a deadline, mm. is Azerbaijan, 
We have The Artist. It was announced this week. Was it? Yes. I missed that. I love it. I, I know. And we don't have details because it's been too busy. <laughs> and we have Cyprus um, is going of to course. release their song this week, written by Australia's own Alfie Arcuri. Can't wait for that. Ooh, good North spot. Macedonia is releasing their song. Vasil. Russia is releasing something. Oh, gosh, we haven't heard anything is from Russia. Is it Kirkorov again? Ominous. And San Marino as well. Cannot wait to see what's coming out wow. of the Principality. <laughs> That's great. So what a week ahead. What a week. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Fasten your seatbelts. Yeah, Crazy is, stuff's going to happen. This is great. We love the national final season. It's what it's all about. Mm. And then we build into the big dance at Rotterdam. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Another big week. Another big one. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next week. See you guys. See you later.